Welcome to the RYM Student Podcast, helping you fit God's truth into your life. Reflecting on biblical truth is vital for the life of the believer. We hope this podcast will encourage you in your walk with Jesus. The following was recorded at one of Reformed Youth Ministries conferences. The audio might not be clear, but the message is. We hope you enjoy it. The, the reality and the process of change is that we have to be rescued. We have to foundationally go back daily, hourly, minute by minute, that we are people who need a rescuer first. Martin Luther would say that all people, like a caterpillar, are, are caught in the middle of a ring of fire for us, just as in this case, a caterpillar, the only hope for deliverance is rescue from above, being plucked out. That's the gospel. Paul says, you know, who will deliver me? John Stott, an author, he's passed, uh, he was in England, and he just said this, the essence of Christianity is this, Christianity is a rescue religion. Other religions at the foundation are about saving yourself. Religions, expressions of philosophies, uh, reaching some higher platitude of knowledge or experience is about what you do, what you put into it, and what you hope you're going to get out. Religions, uh, other expressions, is about getting to God or getting to that higher platitude. But Christianity is about God getting to us. The incarnation is a mystery. But what's even more mysterious is that God, who's perfect, would come get us. And, you know, so often we're like the people who cliffed out, like doing this, trying to get save ourselves, and we're an absolute mess, and then we're kind of wondering, like, why? And we, why am I such a mess? Even as a Christian, why am I such a mess? And not that you're not a mess, you're a sinner, you're broken, but why do we come? It's because we don't come to the end of ourselves and answer the question that Paul does. He says, wretched man I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? And what he says, he says, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Chapter 8, he just says, There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Those are powerful words. How is Jesus a deliverer? What, what is this about? Well, he rescues us by grace through faith. There's an enormous gap between his holiness and our sinfulness. And, and he comes to us. Like I said, most religions focus only on behavior. The outward stuff, you will be acceptable if you keep this rule, if you do this thing, this action, that will save you. Well, Paul, by his own admission, and this is what is so fascinating, he says that I resolve to know nothing except him, him crucified. He even says the resurrection, a living Savior, he says if Christianity, if he's not living, and he's not truly a deliverer, as a living deliverer, a rescuer, and, and the resurrection, he said, Christianity, it, it, just don't waste your time. You'll be pitied of the most of, of all people. Paul's own admission, he was even saying that as he looked at him trying to keep his own rules, that he was a crazy man in one sense, crazy trying to measure up to God's standard. I mean, his hope is that God himself would come to him, rescue him through this his perfect obedience. That Jesus came and he lowered himself and he became man. He became a servant, it says in Philippians 2. He became helpless on the cross for us so that we would find hope in the struggles with sin and decay 
He came to offer to us this gift. He came to give us this sacrifice. This is what you all hear. He came as a sacrifice on the cross. Massive. But this rescue was not just getting us out of trouble. But it was also to propel us into being beautiful again in the way that he created us. When Adam and Eve walked in the garden before the fall, blew everything apart. Before they sinned and tried to be their own gods. They walked with God. He made for them this this creation, this beautiful place. And you know what the scriptures are showing us? They show us this movement from creation. It's beautiful. It's made perfect. It's, uh, sin blows it apart. Creation fall, then redemption, and then consummation. He's going to make all broken things beautiful again, even us. And we have to get that. That's the promise of the scriptures. And the foundation is a God come to us as a rescuer. Jesus coming as an atoning sacrifice takes, you know, that those struggles, the thing you wrote down that you're struggling with, he takes that and he was made ugly by that as he went to the cross. And it was a gift to give you life, to make you beautiful. Does it happen overnight? No. What did I say about James in the beginning? It's like five-year increments. You look back and go, oh, God's starting to work on my heart a little bit more and more. Wow, that's amazing. When I look at my journal entries of defensiveness and everything else that I explain, I see that, that Jesus is now not my 30th thought. He's like the 10th, 15th. You know, it's like, like I go through all the like craziness in my head, and then I go, oh, Jesus, yes, 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 you're my atoning sacrifice. You're the one that's making me beautiful. You're the one who beholds me. See, Jesus took his sin upon himself. Do you know that he took that sin that you wrote down and he was made ugly by it to make you beautiful? That's what it says in Corinthians. It says that he became sin so that you would be children of the King, of God, the Father. So you have to see Jesus, who was perfect, take on that ugliness and shame to make you beautiful. There's no condemnation. The gospel is the hope that leads you to that beautiful place, that destination. This is deliverance. Jesus' life, death, resurrection is to change you through that journey of growing in the cross and resurrection. For more information on RYM student conferences, visit rym.org forward slash conferences.